You're listening to Getting Pink and Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about social media. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Hashtag let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Pink and Green. Hi, Laura. Hey, Steph. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, I'm excited for this one. This one has been in the making for a little while, so I think we have some good things to say. Yeah, no, I'm from, oh my gosh, I can't believe we've been talking about this episode since before you left for Korea. Remember we went and had lunch together and you started telling me about this article that you read? Yeah, uh, you start rethinking how you post on social media. Yeah, so why don't we start with that? Um, there's this article, we'll post it in the show notes on Relevant Magazine, and they are basically talking about how social media is so new and such an, a growing technology that people don't really have any rules for using it yet. People don't understand how to use it. And I don't think people think about it very much intentionally. And so this article is basically just encouraging us to think about it more intentionally. And there was five questions listed in the article to ask yourself before you post on social media, but only two really stood out to us. So we're going to talk about those today. Um, The first one is, am I seeking validation? Wow. Okay. That's it. So (laughs) powerful. You know, like when you hear that, you're like, Damn. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's never that clear cut, right? No. Yeah. You can be posting something for yourself and also having that little craving for validation at the same time. I know. I think especially with Instagram, it gets so dangerous because that little orange box that pops up that says this many likes, this many new followers, this many comments. It is so addictive. You just log on and you're just hoping for that little pop-up. And if you don't get it, your brain is like, what is happening? Yeah, so, or, the, or the little red box on Facebook, yep. the little notification box. It's huge. Yeah, it is. And I think you're right. Like the motives could be more than one. But I think what they're trying to do with the article is just encouraging you to think twice if you are posting it for validation. I remember when I read that, I was like, damn, I so am. I'm, I'm not yeah. even thinking about it. I am posting this yoga photo because all I want is for people to like it and tell me how beautiful this photo is or like how good I look in this pose. And that's when it becomes, I think, a little dangerously addictive. Okay, first of all, you always look lovely in your yoga poses. Oh, thanks, <laughs> And second of all, so since we had that conversation, because we were talking about yoga photos over lunch that day, and yeah. you had told me, you told me, like, I'm establishing a ban, I'm not posting yoga photos anymore. Um, <laughs> but I can't help but notice you have been, so I want to ask what changed. Um, well, I think it was never that I wasn't ever going to post them anymore, but I was on this streak where I was posting it almost every day. And what happened for me was that it was intruding on my yoga practice. Like I would be holding these poses in weird, in sort not weird positions, but it wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable. Or I'd do the pose like 17 times in order to try and get the perfect photo of it. And, um, I I would sometimes push myself too hard to get into poses I wasn't quite ready for because I wanted the photo to look a certain way. And it was just 
going sort of into a downward spiral. And I think since I sort of stepped back from that, I've had a way more healthy approach. And I know, so the other day, um, our friend Isabel tagged me to stop dropping yoga. And that was just a very organic thing where I was like, yeah, sure. You know what? I will. I'm, I'm going to just, I thought about it to be sure. I, I didn't just stop dropping yoga, but I did. I, I thought about it less and I, I didn't push myself so many times to do it. Um, but I think it brings up an interesting, an interesting side topic, which is this idea of yoga photos or not even yoga photos, but like healthy, healthies. Yeah. Uh, and how yeah. that can be ego and how like yogis and people who are new age and people who are trying to be, conscious of these kinds of things should be striving to get away from ego, but yoga photos are, are like very self-centered and very egotistical. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for anyone listening who, who doesn't, who hadn't heard the term healthies before, I had read an article a little while back or just like an opinion piece on how healthies are the new selfies. Yeah. So it's not so much about how good I look today, but it's like, here's how healthy I am and how great I am and what a wholesome person I am. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's a, that's a big question. Are they, are they this ego thing or do they inspire people to be better? Um, I think there are two sides to it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know um, I've seen this on a lot of yogis, Instagrams, this, this debate where they'll talk about how their feelings have changed about it, how, they've thought about it carefully and then they've realized, no, you know what? Like this is a way that I've gained a community of other people. And this is a way that I am inspiring people and likewise being inspired by others by following them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that if you are intentional about it and you're conscious about it, and again, asking yourself that question, am I only seeking validation? Um, that I think it can be a good way to share inspiration and beauty with the world, but it all comes down to your intentions. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a friend who, he was very, um, he very shamelessly showed me that one of his Instagram pictures did not have as enough likes, whatever that means. And he deleted it because of that. Um, and it's, I, I guess, if you wanted to know whether you're posting something for validation, that would be it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've met people who've done that as well. And for me, what's interesting about that is that that idea of enough likes is so relative, right? Um, mm -hmm. I've known people who have almost twice as many followers as me get twice as many likes on every photo as I do. And still, um, if they get a certain amount of likes that they have deemed not enough, then the post gets deleted. And I almost don't understand the motive. I, I, I try to understand the motive. I guess it comes back to validation, but um, mm -hmm. it's almost like they're embarrassed that like, it's like some kind of reflection on themselves, you know, mm -hmm. that they didn't get quote unquote enough, enough. Like, so it's a very interesting idea. And so yeah, I don't know. Focusing on that, trying to focus on other motives besides validation, I think would be a really important, a really important thing for people going forward and yeah. how and how you use social media in a way that's going to benefit and make you happy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So should we move on to question number two? 
Yes. So question number two, I think both of us, when we, when I told this to you, we were both like, Oh man. It's oh my gosh. So, yeah. It's yeah. so powerful. So question number two is, is this a moment to be protected? I think that there are a number of different ways of interpreting that yeah. question. And without you even explaining what the article meant, I think I had interpreted it differently, but something just landed for me when yes. you asked me that. Um, so, so why don't you explain what the article was talking about? Okay, so the article, the best example that I can give to explain what the article was talking about is say that Laura and I were at uh, lunch and we were having a really deep, important conversation about our futures or about um, how we were feeling about our relationships, for example. And then the food comes and Laura's in the middle of telling me something really uh, personal and important to her. And I say, oh, hold on, just hold that thought. I am listening. I'm really listening. I just want to take a picture of this. I need to Instagram this. And then I pull out my phone and I take a picture of the food or I take a picture of her. And in that moment, you change the dynamic. You change the moment. You change what's happening. Um, and I think that sometimes, yes, as beautiful as the photo may be or as beautiful as the scenery may be, sometimes you have to protect moments that are happening with other people um, that are special and that don't necessarily need to be shared with the entire world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think my interpretation of that, which is, it was, it's similar, but it's, are you sharing something that should be kept between the two of you? So not right. necessarily, yes. not necessarily in words saying like, this is, these are the topics that we discussed and this is the super emotional thing that Steph is going through right now. Right. <laughs> But even just like sharing a picture of that moment, does that make it, it's not everybody's moment, but it's, it's almost as if you're making it that way. You're inviting other people into that space. Right. You're inviting other people into it is the, I think there's, yeah, exactly. There's two sides of this coin. First, you're inviting other people into a moment that may should, that should maybe just be private. And then the other side of the coin is that you are, <clears throat> excuse me, you are sort of interrupting and you're basically telling the other person with whom you're having this moment that the rest of the world is more important to you than that person, right? Mm -hmm. You're saying like, wait, I know that you're sharing something with me. Or I know we're having this moment, but it's not enough for us to just share it. I have to share it with my 200 followers or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's, mm -hmm. it's such a powerful question and it's, it really gave make, made me think twice, gave me some pause um, to think about where in my life I might be doing that and where I could do less of it. Because it's true, not every moment needs to be shared. <laughs> really, they yeah. don't, you know? So Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think maybe paying more attention to whether your actions in the moment are leaving more of an impression than a photo would. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's big. Um, no, I, I really like that one. I think I like it too. It's just it's it's important. And I think these kinds of questions, um, again, the article is really worth a read because it just it does make you think twice um, and think about how you can be using it more intentionally. And on that note, um, we'll get off like the depressing, <laughs> the depressing stream that this has been going along, and maybe start oh, talking it about. Oh, wasn't that depressing? Oh, uh, no, it's true. It wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't depressing. Um, 
But to get on to a more positive note, how we can use social media to be a positive influence in our lives, to be uh, inspirational and motivational, and how we can maybe use it more intentionally. Because um, I, think, I think it can be a great tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that, one of the ideas that I really like, um, after you've sort of checked your motives, um, I like this idea, this, this creative that I love. Um, his name is Austin Cleon. He makes blackout poems. They're so beautiful. And he, one of the things he said in an interview is that during the day, he tries to live his life in the most present way possible. He does his work and he'll take photos throughout the day um, of what he's doing or how he's living, but then he doesn't share them until the nighttime once he's in a sort of more calm and private place and not around the people that he wants to spend time with. He'll take 15 or 20 minutes and just post something and spend that time interacting with his community and finding other great content and being inspired. But this is after he's already done all of the work he considers to be the most important for him. And after he spent time with the people that he finds to be the most important for him. And I like that idea of like compartmentalizing it um, and using it as a tool for connection and inspiration, but in a very intentional way. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the same thing can be said for the, for all of the internet, right? Going on yeah. the internet with, with a purpose and using it as a tool as opposed to just using it because you're bored. And I'm the first to admit I'm super guilty of at night just opening up my laptop and just browsing whatever. Yeah. Um, and no, I think that I think that what you mentioned is a really great thing to work towards. Yeah. Is, yeah. Not yeah, going back on just to check how many likes you've had at a certain amount of time. Yes, which I am incredibly guilty of as well. Um, I, I know it depends on the time of day for me. Like if I'm bored at work or, uh, or whatever, I'll check Instagram to see if there's new posts. And I follow a lot of people that I find really inspiring that post really beautiful or inspirational things. And so half the time I'm checking because I'm bored and I'm wasting time and I know I'm wasting time. But the other half of the time that's more insidious that I think is worse is when I've just posted something and then I'm going on like yeah, four times in a row, like separated by 15 minutes just to see that little orange box pop up. So definitely the motives can change depending on the time of day or, or whatever. But either way, I think being more intentional is, is never yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> And you know what I'm guilty of that like is really terrible, and I'm sure this goes for most people in our generation, but. is if you check that in front of a friend and you almost try to make it better by being like, oh, this mutual friend said this, as if you're like bringing them into it and making it about mm. the two of you as opposed to, oh, man, okay, let's just vow to each other to never do that again. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. You mean like if you're with someone and you check your phone and then you're like, oh, like, I got this message from this person we both know. So, like, yeah, let's mm -hmm. pretend that I'm not just checking my phone when I'm around you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think that should just go without saying, like, don't check your phone mm -hmm. when you're with other people. I mean, I think there's a time and a place. Like, sometimes if you're spent the whole day with someone and you're on the train home or something and you're both exhausted and you're just, like, you know, on your phones, like, fine, whatever. You don't always have to be on with someone, but... 
you're having quality time, just don't whip that phone out. Just don't. Yeah, I remember reading a story once where somebody was talking about how they were catching up with an old friend over lunch. And at one point or the other looked up and realized that they were looking at the top of the other person's head because they were just checking their texts in the middle of their conversation. So he pulled out his phone and texts her, hey, we should grab lunch sometime. And obviously she received it right then and there and just like looked up super sheepishly. Um, (laughs) Wow, that's a good story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, we're all a little bit guilty of it. so anything that we can do to start moving away from that, I think, yeah. will really, really help deepen our real-life connections with people. Which are very important. I mean, I'm all for social media. I think, you know, you can meet a lot of awesome people, but when you're with somebody, be with them, right? Just, yes. Just I am there. the first to defend Twitter when uh, when people think, like, oh, Twitter's just, like, posting about what sandwich you ate and, like, stuff like that. Right. Um, I totally disagree. I think that it's a really powerful tool for meeting people who you wouldn't necessarily know in real life and totally. share and sharing content. Um, but it is what you make of it. Yeah, it's always what you make of it. Um, I think that you just brought up a great point, though. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about what your motivations are, and I think one of the ways that you can try and use social media more consciously and in a way that's going to make your life richer is to is to focus on more intrinsic motivations rather than extrinsic motivations which is hard this is like a very hard thing to do because when i say extrinsic motivation i mean those comments you get from people that maybe you you know or maybe you don't know um telling you how great you are all those likes that you get all those retweets or favorites all of those things, that's more extrinsic motivation. You want power or fame or validation. Um, And I think focusing on intrinsic motivations can be so helpful. So for me, um, you know, I started this photography project recently where I post, I try and use my, my camp, my real camera, quote unquote, real camera every day and take something, take a photo of something that I find beautiful or inspiring and then share that once a day on Instagram. Um, And for me, that's a way to improve my skills and to find beautiful things in my everyday life and really look for them. And that's a huge intrinsic motivation for me. Other intrinsic motivations could be, um, well, actually you, you were saying one earlier about looking back on your photos. Oh yeah. I mean, so I always get kind of embarrassed when I open up Instagram and it's on one of my own photos and I realize I've been looking through my own stuff, but honestly, regardless of how many likes I get on something, my Instagram stream makes me really happy. It's a collection of photos curated by for, by me and for me. Yeah. Um, and they're all pictures that, like, they're things I want to remember and things that make me happy. Um, so, yeah, so I'll do it. I'll, I, I look back on my photos all the time. Yeah, and I like that idea of, I mean, first of all, I don't think you need to be embarrassed of that because exactly, you just said it exactly. Like your Instagram feed is your aesthetic, all the things that you find beautiful or all the memories that you have that are wonderful memories, people that you Mm -hmm. care about, food that you like. And so looking back on it, it's almost like a visual journal or or diary of, of your life. And that's a huge intrinsic motivation, just wanting to document your life. Um, Mm And yeah, there's the sharing component that's sort of unavoidable. We, we're humans. We like to share things with each other. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, 
It's a great, great motivator. Um, yeah. Another one could be you, your purpose is to try and inspire other people. I know a lot of my friends that I follow have started being more intentional in the way that they post. They post more often. They post inspirational quotes as yeah. the captions on their photos. Um, or they'll post to a community where they're trying to inspire other people in terms of the recipes that they've made or whatever. And I think, yes, there's an element of the validation, right? You're like, oh, look at this healthy meal I made. But on the other hand, if you focus more on the fact that you might be inspiring others or you might be reaching out to a community, I think that can be so much more rewarding for even your own yourself personally um, to be focusing on being inspirational versus being so such a special little snowflake that yeah no I am such a fan of just putting positivity out there putting oh, positivity on the totally. internet and I mean I, I we went over this when we, we talked about our uh, intentions for 2014 mm-hmm. and one of one of mine is if I have a compliment for someone give it yeah and I think that social media makes that so easy that makes my job <laughs> my job complimenting <laughs> people is so much easier on social media. <laughs> yes, I think totally. I mean, look at all of these stupid challenges that get passed around. What was that drinking challenge? I don't even know what it was. It was like a binge drinking challenge that neck, happened. Like neck nominations. Yeah, I, I did not even engage with that whatsoever. But like, no, me I, neither. When I was looking at that, it just occurred to me like, how can we be criticizing uh, people who are yogis or posting healthies on the internet and saying that's all ego? Like, sure, maybe it's a little bit of ego, but look at all of the negativity and crap there is on the internet. And then you look at these people who are posting healthy recipes, healthy living, beautiful things, just like, like some people just post beautiful things all the time. And like, that's such a a great, I think that's such a great thing. I think um, Instagram is one of the communities where beauty and inspiration are just highlighted really, really highly, which is wonderful. Um, so that's, that's awesome. I think, um, yeah, focusing on sharing great content can be a great way to like switch your brain from the validation motive mm-hmm. to a more positive motive. Um, yeah. I also think community, right? Like finding hashtags that you think are really cool that, you know, hashtag what vegans eat is I love looking at that one and just looking at what people eat. Like I'm so fascinated by that. And then you find a lot of really inspiring Instagram accounts or people that are um, doing interesting things or that are posting beautiful things. So finding a community and being intentional with who you follow can be Mm -hmm. a big one. Exactly. Yeah. We've talked about that before, not the idea of unfollowing quote unquote um, yeah. Anything that's toxic, anything that makes you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. Um, and that goes and, for Twitter and Facebook as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that, that's a big one. And I think it's so easy now to just pick and choose the things that are going to make your day better when you see them versus make you feel jealous. Right. And it's like that idea of like the five people you surround yourself with. You're like an average of the five people you surround yourself with. And I think you're also obviously an average of all of the content you absorb. So making sure that you're absorbing content that is what you, what you want to put out into the world is, is huge. Um, and you said something about followers and I just, this last thing I want to say, um, is just, 
I like this idea of focusing on like true fans. I think on Instagram, I mean, I know that <laughs> may sound pretty egotistical as well. Maybe fans is not the right word, but um, maybe true followers would be a better word. Um, and this goes for Instagram or Twitter or any of the social media platforms, but people who follow you and then they post like follow for follow or like for like, or like 10 likes for 10 likes. And this is becoming very pervasive. I know even in slightly younger generation than us um, who are using social media, this is everywhere. And people are posting all the time, just liking all of your photos, hoping that you'll like their photos or that you'll follow them. And it feels like this manipulative game. Like you have to do this and then you get these numbers and then you want high numbers and then you just want all of this stuff. And again, it comes back to validation. But I think what I really try and remind myself of is I don't care about the numbers so much as I would really prefer to just have people who really care about what I'm posting or who really like mm -hmm. what I'm posting. Like I don't need to have a hundred and fifty thousand followers. I just want, you know, just want yeah. a few people that agree with what I'm doing, that think I'm posting cool things and that I can follow back and that I think are cool too. And I'm not interested. I've never been interested in just following people so that they'll follow me. Um, but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think cause sometimes no, you can get carried away. That's exactly it. It's the strength of the community as opposed to the number. Yeah instead of getting carried away by all these games, they're just, they are toxic and manipulative and they make me feel bad. Whenever I see these, all these like follow for follow things, I'm like, you're missing the point. You're just completely missing the point. Yeah, no, this is, this is such an important conversation to have. I mean, it's so easy to say like, oh, don't seek validation for your photos. Don't uh, waste your time on social media and stuff. But I mean, I've been on social media all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't think um, that's the right, that's not the right conversation to have or to say, don't waste your time. It's not about not wasting your time. Of course, there's so many positives to this, these platforms. It's about how can we use it better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. More effectively. And yeah. uh, in a way that doesn't detract from your real life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or your in person your in person time. I feel like that's the main thing that we should just all be more aware of is is social media infringing on your real life. <laughs> Cause if it is, like you're doing it wrong. You yeah. are. It should just be to put it succinctly. <laughs> Don't listen to the podcast. Skip ahead to minute thirty and just listen to that one sound clip. Um yeah, so I think I would encourage everybody to have this conversation with somebody that they know and trust and to try and unpack all of the different motivations and different feelings that we all have. Cause this is kind of, you know, it's a hard and complicated issue sometimes. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm glad that we had this chat, Laura. I think me too. It's been a long time coming. I know. And I feel like we've, we've gotten to the bottom of some things. So yeah. feeling yeah. good about it. Anyway, so if you guys have any questions for us, or if you would like to follow us on social media, uh, you can do so. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Green Guinea Pigs on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can also leave us comments on our blog. We're going to be posting all of the great resources that we mentioned in this episode in the show notes. 
And thanks so much for listening. Have such a lovely week. Have such a lovely week. Have such a... <laughs> I'll talk to you next time, Laura. Bye. Bye.